0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. It is the most important thing that ever happened. It is, as Dorothy Sayers once said, the only thing that ever really happened. It is the only thing that matters. Jesus Christ risen from the dead, and nobody saw it. The disciples had fled, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus had buried Jesus and gone home for the Passover Sabbath. The soldiers were too early, the angels were too late. By the time Mary Magdalene and Mary and Salome, by the time Peter and John and that mysterious young man who was dressed all in white arrived, the tomb was empty. It was the most important thing that ever happened It was the only thing that ever really happened. It is the only thing that matters in your life and mine. Jesus Christ risen from the dead, and they missed it. But of course, Jesus does not miss them. Jesus comes to them, talking to them, touching them, consoling them in the garden, on the road to Emmaus, in the upper room and a dozen other places over the next 50 days. And when he comes to them, he brings the best news of all, that Easter is not just for Jesus Christ. Easter is for everyone, especially Easter is for each one of you. You can see how Jesus brings us back to life by looking at any icon of the resurrection. There is one on the screen in the comments today, if you like. The gates of hell are shattered, chains are broken, padlocks are open. Satan is so tightly bound that he really can never hurt you again. And then Jesus reaches down, one by one, he reaches down and he pulls folks up from darkness into light. Jesus reaches down, he pulls them out of sin, out of death, out of cynicism. Out of despair, out of disillusionment, out of sadness, out of betrayal, out of whatever it is that brought you here today, whatever it is that bothers you, Jesus reaches down and pulls you up one by one. You look, it's Adam and it's Eve, it is Abraham and Moses, David and Solomon, Elijah and Isaiah, it is even John the Baptist. One after another, Jesus reaches down, pulls them up one by one, even you. That's the biggest point for today, that Easter is not just for Jesus Christ. Easter is for you. Today, this day, Jesus brings you back to life. Now, how Jesus brings you back to life can be understood by looking at the icon. Where Jesus does that can be understood by looking at that font. There's a reason that this place was designed so that huge font was in your way. You cannot miss it because that is where Jesus comes to you, talking to you, loving you. That font is your road to Emmaus. That font is your upper room. That font is your garden. That is where all the big, life-changing, life-defining Easter things happen to you individually. You can talk about your baptism any way you like. You can describe it as being reborn. You can call it. A change. It can be described as a washing, as an adoption, as an exodus, a going over. It can be a taste of things that are divine. But the main thing is this, it is what the father says to the prodigal son, you were lost and now you're found. You were dead and now you are alive. Right there in that font, Jesus brought you back to life. It is Easter and Easter happens to you at the font. It is there that Jesus smashes your doors. It is there that Jesus breaks your chains. It is there that Jesus unlocks your locks. It is there that he pulls you up into life and into love. And most importantly, it is there that Jesus sets you free. In the font, at your baptism, Jesus gives you his Easter and he sets you free. So now the practical question of the day. When you go home after this service, all Eastered, all alive, what will you do with your resurrection? What is it that you will do with your newfound freedom? One of the best things about the new pope is that he's driving all his handlers crazy. He doesn't wear what they tell him. He doesn't sleep where he should. And he loves to ad-lib so much that they can no longer hand his sermons out in advance. They do not know what he will do or say. It's genius. Last week for Palm Sunday, he went off script and he dropped in a little gem. He said, burial shrouds don't have pockets. He told everyone that he had learned it from his grandmother. Burial shrouds don't have pockets. The most literal reading, I suppose, is that you can't take it with you, and that is fair enough. But that is the very worldly reading of what he was saying. In the church, we understand something much, much more. We understand that our new life, our resurrected life, our you're-not-lost-you're-found life, our Easter life, our you're-not-dead-you're-alive life, our resurrected lives need attention. It means that we should go home and cherish what we have been given in this place today, what we were given in the font and what will be nourished at the Eucharist. It means pay attention to what Jesus is doing. It means that we should practice and get really, really, really good at being alive, really, really, really good at being free. Not someday, right now, today. Now, sometimes people come and they're stymied. They don't know exactly what that means. If you do not know what it means to be free, if you do not know what it means to live, then come back during these next 50 days, during these Sundays of Easter, and the church will teach you. Watch what Jesus does. He comforts those who are scared, the spice-bearing women. He forgives the very people who betrayed him, Peter and even Judas. He teaches those who are confused, the men on the Emmaus Road. He strengthens the weak, that little tiny new church that finds itself behind locked doors tonight. He gives faith to the lost, St. Thomas. He gives food to the hungry. He feeds the disciples and their friends on the beach. He heals the sick, the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. Those are the Sunday readings appointed for Easter for the next 50 days. And in them, Jesus Christ is very clear about what you and I are meant to do. In them, Jesus teaches us to use our resurrection well. In them, Jesus teaches us to be free. Jesus shows us what it is to live in a resurrected world, resurrected, where there is no holding back, where there is no hoarding, where there is no self-interest, where burial shrouds do not have pockets. Instead, today, when Jesus meets you in your sins and he pulls you up and out of that, out of whatever it is that causes you to despair, to be selfish, to be miserly, to be disillusioned, to be cynical, to be sinful, when Jesus pulls you up out of that, he pulls you into a new thing, into his light, into his love, and he says to you, you are free, follow me. That means Jesus brings you back to life for something very important, to serve God and to love those around you. So take this home today. Resurrection is never just resurrection. And Easter is not a finish, it's a start. And your life joined to Jesus at baptism and Eucharist is not your life at all. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Glorify God in your bodies. It is his life, miraculous and resurrected, divine and Easter, that is given to you today as a gift in this place. And now your life is a life where you come along and empty. You empty your pockets for the poor. You empty your heart for the suffering. You empty your hand for the sick. You empty your head for those not yet free. And you do that now, today, not later. And all together as one, this should be fun. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.